Let's everybody just, let's everybody stand just for a second. And let's just begin to thank the Lord that <clears throat> we are complete in Christ. That we're living in a, in a time in the history of the world. We're living in a time of abundance. It doesn't matter what it looks like in the natural. We're living in a time of abundance. God has declared this is the year of abundance. Let's just thank Him right now. Amen? Let's thank Him that we're living in the abundance of health and healing and wholeness in our bodies. We're living in a time of wholeness in our finances and in, in our minds and in, 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 in our spirit man being built up and strengthened. We're living in a time of the fullness of God in Jesus' name. Lord, we bless You and we thank You. We give you the praise, Lord, for abundance this year in every area of our lives. In Jesus' name, in the name of Jesus, glory to God. And if you believe it tonight, say amen, amen. and amen. You can be seated. Glory to Jesus. <clears throat> amen. Abundance, time of abundance. I believe that. Um, tonight, I'm going to share a message, and I might—I'm I'm not sure how much I'm going to—I'm going to speak on this. I just felt real impressed tonight to uh, <clears throat> talk about to talk about prayer. Um, the title of my message tonight is, is God Talk. Um, we've, we've, talked, we've talked about this a lot through the years, if you've been around here at all. Um, we've talked a lot about prayer. We believe in prayer. And as we've been discussing about personal and corporate visions and about those coming together, there's personal and corporate prayer that is very, very, very important. And um, it, it's, it's when, when you're part of a body of people that pray, and, and our prayer team of people that come together multiple times a week and pray for you and pray for different things that go on, government and head officials of, of the city and the state and the nation and around the world and leaders in the church and, and for many, many different things. It, when, when you're a part of a, a group of people that pray, and we've consistently prayed in this body for years. We've been here for 27 years, and we've always prayed in this body corporately. And I made the point that corporate vision is one thing, but personal vision is another. And, and, and corporate and personal can't function without each other. You, you've got to be a person that, that when you're part of of a corporate body for the corporate body to flourish it will flourish as the individual's visions flourish and manifest it's vital that that our visions come together and that we begin to understand who we are as the church of Jesus Christ but who we are individually because the 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 scripture is very clear that the church is, is the body of Jesus Christ and we're made up of many members. And everybody has a different part. And the hand doesn't do the same thing that the foot does, right? The eyeball doesn't do the same thing that the tongue does. 
Everybody is a different part, and we've got to understand the parts and how, how we operate. Well, through the years as we've ministered on prayer, I've kind of boiled prayer down to this one statement. And some of you know exactly what it is because you've heard me preach on it before. But real prayer is communication with God. It's God talk. Um, when you talk to another person, um, to an individual, and you communicate with them, you're communing with them when you're communicating. You know, if, um, if, I walked, if, if I went down to Randy's office and I walked into his office and I just laid across his desk and I, go, I started going, Randy, oh, Randy, 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 oh, Randy, 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 and he's going to go, what the crud, you know, and sometimes through the years, I've seen people, and myself included, thinking I was doing something productive, I treated God like that. Oh, God, ha! If I yelled and screamed loud enough or whatever. And the Bible is very clear that God became man. And He became man so He could relate to us. So do you think that God would try to talk to us on some other level? No. He's going to talk to us where we can connect. And... God talk is what prayer and communion is. It's, it's communing with God. It's, it's being able to know what God thinks and, 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 and shutting up long enough within ourselves to be able to understand what God is saying. You know, to take this, which is what we call, we call this around here the Word of God. So to be able to take the ink on these pages and, and cause what these pages say to speak to you individually. The Bible says that a word in season, a right word, brings a sustaining in your life. It brings a confidence. It, brings thing, it, it causes things to happen in your life when you hear from God from the pages of this book. But it takes time and it takes a lot of work and it takes you coming before God and His presence and learning to discern and understand the things that He's saying so that then you can do what He wants. Um, the, there's, a, there's a scripture, actually we're just going to look at it right now, it's in Luke chapter 18. <clears throat> And in verse 9, and it says, Also he spoke this parable to some who trusted in themselves that they were righteous and desired others. And here's the story that he tells. Two men went into the temple to pray, one a Pharisee and the other a tax collector. Now the Pharisee was the Pharisee was the most 
religious person of the day. Somebody that lived by the law. I mean, I mean, lived by every letter of the law. And it says here that the Pharisee stood and he prayed thus with himself. And this is what he said. God, I thank you that I'm not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even as this tax collector. I fast twice a week. I give tithes of all that I possess. And so you get this picture of this Pharisee, but it says that he was praying to himself. See, that's not prayer. Prayer is God talk. It's connecting with God. It's, it's if you will, letting God talk to you and you talking to God and the two of you communing together. Uh, becoming one in, in, in thinking. God has made us one with Him through the blood of Jesus, but in our thinking, do we think like God? Do we connect with Him? God is desiring in the earth for the manifestation of the sons of men. He's desiring to see men and women of God rise up and for His anointing and His healing power to flow where people get delivered and set free. And God, His desire is to see us operate that way in the earth. But it's not going to happen if we don't talk to God. It's not going to happen if we don't spend time in relationship with God and developing that and it's not you coming to God just where you have a need like I said if we just come and we're just crying and yelling and screaming and yet God is kind of waiting for you to be quiet and then he's saying okay what what is it that you want Bible says people have not because they ask not they ask and receive They ask and don't receive because they ask amiss or they ask with wrong motives. Well, you wouldn't ask with a wrong motive if you knew the nature of God. If you knew how to ask. If you knew how to step into the presence of God and talk with Him. And commune with Him and connect with Him. Notice about this tax collector that the Pharisee didn't want to be like. And it says, And the tax collector standing afar off, would not so much as raise his eyes to heaven, but beat his breast, saying, God, be merciful to me, a sinner. I tell you, this man went down to his house justified rather than the other. For everyone who exalts himself will be humbled, and he who humbles himself shall be exalted. The best way up is down. Right? The best way to be elevated in God is to go down. In other words, to to come out of ourselves and to begin to think and act and talk like God. To commune with God. And and God has has such a desire for you and I as His people to connect with Him so that we know what to do every day. This is a year of completeness, of really living and operating in the fullness of God. Not just talking about the fullness, but living and operating in the fullness. Amen? So, 
So in other words, prayer is God-centered, not self-centered. Right? The Pharisee was supposedly praying with himself. In other words, he was talking to himself. And uh, I know a lot of people that talk to themselves. And that's not real productive. We need to be, if we're going to spend time talking, we need to spend time talking in the presence of God and, and really learning how to commune with Him. Um, you, you might have difficulty in relationship with another person, a spouse or a friend or a family member or whatever. You have difficulties communicating with them. But the more time you spend trying to develop that relationship, the better it gets. It's no different with God. God's not some far-off being that we can never tap into. Some people think you never know what God thinks. You, don't know, you, you can never know how God operates. One time God will do something this way, and the next time he'll do something else. No, God will do exactly what his word says he'll do. Amen. And that's it. No more, no less. So the more I know God, the more I talk with God, the more I allow the words of the pages to jump out and, and be familiar to me so I know what He's saying to me in a given situation or an instance, the more power I have to operate in the earth. Now I'm not just operating in the earth in my own ability, but in the ability and the power of God. To operate in the supernatural means that there's something that comes on you in the natural. Something that's super, that's bigger, that's better. Right? Real connection with God produces the super on what you do in the natural. And, and I, I just, you know, the supernatural is not some weird far out thing that you and I can't connect with. No more than God is weird and so far out that we can't connect with Him. You know? Thinking that we have to yell and scream and holler. I, I used to be a part of a prayer group that met at about six o'clock in the morning years ago after I first got saved and I'd go into that prayer meeting and you know these people would yell and scream and holler and I'm thinking man that must be spiritual it must be spiritual and I'm not saying that hollering when you pray when you're praying or when you're in warfare that that's necessarily not right but it was just the hollering and the screaming and all that kind of stuff that I, I just thought to myself, oh, man. And, and, and so I'd, I'd just kind of sit there with my head bowed and I'd fall asleep. <laughs> you know, that was real spiritual. And, but <clears throat> but I, I, I really feel like, I feel like that, you know, once I got into the yelling and screaming part of it, I would leave those prayer meetings with a headache, you know didn't seem real spiritual leaving there with a headache but the yelling and screaming I don't really think in most situations did a whole lot of good because God couldn't get anything over to us because all we're doing is just coming together and yelling and hollering and screaming God's not far out he's not weird he's not freaky you know he just is and he wants his super to be mixed with our natural so that we're supernatural people and that supernatural manifestations will happen through us and not something we just talk about or something that happened years ago or something we read about in the Bible or something we heard happened 100 years ago in Africa somewhere. And, and in Africa, a lot of great things happen. But God wants great things happen in the United States of America right here in Kerrville, Texas, right now. Amen? God wants amazing things to happen right now in and through your life. And it takes this super... 
his super to be on what we do in the natural so that we don't just do natural things, but we do supernatural. Amen? Supernatural things. So prayer, true prayer, is God-centered talk, not self-centered talk. It's vital that we see that and that we understand it. Now, we've read this scripture a lot around here, and I, I always just like to read it when I'm talking about prayer, but I want to talk about just one form of prayer. There's many types of prayer. But in 1 Timothy chapter 2 and verse 1 it says, Therefore I exhort first of all. Everybody say first of all. It says I, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for myself. Hmm. First of all, first of all, we pray for others. First of all, before we do anything else, we pray for others. Notice he said in verse 2, he gave a little bit of definition, but he said, first of all, all this be made for all men. Everybody say all men. He's not talking about the male gender, men and women, all human beings. First of all, Think about it. If every one of us, first of all, prayed for everybody else, what would happen for you? Most people don't know or will never find out because most people don't like doing that because so much of what they do is self-centered instead of God-centered. Now notice, he said, For kings, all those who are in authority, that we may lead a quiet and a peaceable life in all godliness and reverence. I told you that corporately here, we pray for a lot of different things. For those who are in authority and all that. But you just being a part of a church that prays, and if you don't pray, the power is, is, is the, the, the effectiveness is weakened. See, because if there's just a handful of people that are doing the praying, I'm not saying it's not effective. But what God desires is that every part, remember, we're the church which is His body, made up of many parts and many members. And when all the members are doing what we're to do first of all before we do anything else, then the effectiveness of the corporate rises. See, you can't separate personal and corporate. They go together. Personal vision needs a corporate vision that helps to empower what you do personally. But if you come to the house that has corporate vision and we see what we're called to do, but you have no vision, you perish from within. So right in the middle of what we're attempting to accomplish, to accomplish, you're perishing. You're not being effective. You're not overcoming. Why? I believe the number one reason why people don't overcome is because they don't learn how to pray. But how much of prayer for most people has been this mysterious thing? It's way out there. It's too big. It's, you know, I, I'm too scared of what could happen or, 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 or those kind of things. Instead of realizing that prayer is communion and communication with God. It's God talk. That's what prayer is. Okay, so 
one form of prayer. And I, I, I heard somebody, I heard a guy, I, I don't know where this came from, but I heard it years and years ago, that, <clears throat> that true faith and power comes when the will of God is known. True faith and power in a person's life is known when they know what the will of God is. So for us to connect and communicate with God and talk to Him about what His will is, is to me what is so vital and so productive. Father, this is me and God. Father, I... I, uh, not feeling good in my body, but I know that your word says that according to 1 Peter 2.24, that by the stripes of Jesus, I was healed. 2,000 years ago, I was healed. And I'm not feeling good in my body right now. I'm not denying the fact that I have symptoms in my body, but I'm denying those symptoms a right to remain in my body. I mean, can some, that kind of conversation produce any good? It is if what I'm talking is the word. So, Lord, right now, I just I speak over my physical body and I declare that by the stripes of Jesus, I am healed because of what He accomplished. You know, you, you don't have to go into the, all the words and all the things and yell and scream and holler and spit and all those kind of things. He just wants to talk. God talk. Everybody say, God talk. That's what real prayer is. It's communion. It's communion. It's communication with God around His Word. And the more I talk the Word and I talk what He says is so, the more empowered I become to operate in not just in the natural trying to get well, but in the supernatural. I don't, I don't want to try to get well. I don't want to battle in, in, in life. I, I got a lot of years left to live, and there's a lot of things against me and against you. I don't want to live my life just trying to figure it out in the natural. I want the super on what I do in the natural. Right? So there are things that you can do. God will tell you things to do to, to be strong in your body, to do in the natural. Do those things. But don't let just what you do in the natural to be all that you do. In fact, first of all, one of the ways for you to be well in your body is to pray for other people. Find other people that are not well. Begin to pray for them. I got a text from a friend of mine today, and, you know, he lives in Florida, and he texted me and just said, you know what, I just need you to agree with me. And so (laughs) we prayed over text. I declare right now in the name of Jesus that your body is well. In Jesus' name. You know what he did? He sent me those emojis with the hands up like this. (laughs) You know? So I get what he's saying. What is he saying? Praise the Lord. You know? He he received what I prayed were in agreement through text. Does God work through text? God created text. God created everything. There's not anything that he hasn't created. So through that, what happened? Through what I did in the natural... The super came on it. I declare he's healed in Jesus' name. His body's well right now. Right now. But the more we do that and the more we pray for other people and the more we think about others instead of ourselves, the more we position ourselves to be on the receiving end of everything God has for us. Physically, financially, mentally, emotionally, every way. In every way. Can you say amen? So first of all, we pray. And look what it said in verse 3. 
this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. This is what He wants. This is good to Him. It's acceptable to Him. It's what He desires is for you to be more about others than you are about yourself. That's the key to us walking in divine health and healing. Amen? James chapter 5. Look at that real quick. <clears throat> James chapter 5. <clears throat> and verse 13. Is anyone among you suffering? Let him pray. Is anyone cheerful? Let him sing praises. So, there's times that you might be suffering in your body, and what do you do? You pray. There may be other times when everything's going well, and what do you do? Just sit around and just take for granted that it's all working out. No. You sing praises. There's different types of prayer and praise and thanksgiving. Notice what he said earlier in, in the passage that we, that, that we read. Supplications and prayers and thanksgivings be made on behalf of all men. So there's times when there's suffering going on, he said pray. He said there's time when everything's going well, sing praises. Don't forget how great God is. Can you say amen? Don't forget when times are good and it seems like everything, all the juices are flowing and everything's lining, all the stars are lined up and you're just in, just seem like, you know, it's going to be great for the rest of your life. Just sing praises and thank God for how great He is. I don't know about you, but I've had suffering times and I've had good times. And I like good times. How about you? Amen? But I've learned how to rejoice and to pray and to speak the word and be a doer even when things aren't going right. Amen? Because it doesn't change God. It doesn't change His word. And the more I talk and communicate and I'm involved in God talk, and things like that that are going on, when the suffering or things come against me, I've got something to battle that. So I, I, I'm, I'm not denying the fact that there's not something in my face or I feel a certain way, but I'm denying it's right to remain because of what the Word says. But I've got to have that connection with God. That's what causes me to walk in the supernatural and in the fullness that God intended for us to walk in before we even thought about. He didn't create you to live on this earth and live in lack and live sick and live poor and live you know, depressed and live with no vision. No, He created you for all those things before we even were. Amen? He said, is anyone among you sick? Let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. Verse 15. I'm going to read 15 and 16 in the Amplified. And the prayer, that, that is of faith. Everybody say, the prayer of faith. Say that again. The prayer of faith. Will save him who is sick, and the Lord will restore him, and if he's committed sins, he'll be forgiven. Confess to one another, therefore, your faults, your slips, your false steps, your offenses, your sins, and pray also for one another that you may be healed and restored to a spiritual tone of mind and heart for the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man, watch this, makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. 
the earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man. The earnest, heartfelt, continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. So part of what you can do in the natural is minister to one another, pray for people, speak the word over. Then there's times when you got to be accountable to maybe someone else and you got to admit that you made a mistake. You know what? I did wrong. I ask you to forgive me. I, I treated you the wrong way and I shouldn't have done that. And I ask you to forgive me. So you go to people and you say things. That's good, but there's something super that wants to get on what you do right there and cause amazing power to manifest through what we say. Everybody say the prayer of faith. Okay? There's prayers of consecration that are vital in our lives so that we know what the will of God is. Because when the will of God is known, then true power and faith are in operation. As I step out in faith and I believe what the Word says, the power is manifested and, and, and the whole earth is groaning and waiting for the manifestation of the sons and, and the daughters of God manifesting in this type of power. God desires that, but it's not going to happen. It will not happen if there's not God talk going on in your life personally. You know, that, that almost seems selfish. Actually, if, you're, if you and God are in communication and you're talking, what God's going to tell you is what His Word says. So He's going to lead you to pray for others before you pray for yourself. He's going to lead you to, to believe God for good things to happen and stand in the gap and, and deal with your heart and, and take care of others before you take care of yourself. He's going to lead you to do those things. That's what connection and communion and communication with God is all about. Because when I learn to be that type of a person, and I'm not worried about it like what Jessica was saying in the offering, the fear and, and the lack of trust that, is in, that, that goes into people's lives where money or anything else is concerned when you've not had that God connection, I mean, it's real. Anybody ever been in fear in here? Anybody ever been afraid of specific things in your life? Yeah, and because there's the lack of trust, because there's the lack of connection and communion with God. But when there's communion and there's connection with God and you, you have that connection around His Word, then all of a sudden a specific verse or several verses or a, a specific passage jumps out of the Scripture and it begins to minister to you and it becomes real to you. Man, I tell you what, when the Word becomes real to you in a given area, I mean, it, it, it's all over. Because then, no devil or demon in hell, no person operating in their flesh trying to stir you up and, and cause things to happen in your life, nobody can steal the revelation of God's Word when it becomes something that's in your heart. That passage, that, that verse of Scripture that we just read about that powerful prayer, the earnest heartfelt, not just something off the top of your head, heartfelt continued prayer of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, dynamic in its working. God is looking at you and I as tremendous dynamic people here to convey His message, to convey power, the anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage everywhere we go. We're, we're, we are bondage breakers is what we're created to be 
everywhere we go, seeing things destroyed. Not only just where our own lives are concerned, but for the good of others. I'll just tell you, I tell you, don't, don't underestimate what I'm telling you tonight about praying for others and seeing things happen in your own life. Being there for other people and then watching your needs met. Giving and helping someone else out and watching things, supernatural things happen to you because that is the plan of God. When I lay my life down for others, as Jesus laid his life down, what happened when he laid his life down? He got all of us. Like a bad deal to me. No, I mean. <clears throat> but, but he laid his life down for the redemption of all mankind. When you and I lay our lives down, we get the results of what he accomplished. And I tell you what, there's no end to it. There's no end to it. So, turn with me, and I'm going to end with this. To Matthew chapter 6. Matthew chapter 6. And I'm going to start with, well, that's Mark, so that won't work. Matthew chapter 6, starting with verse 5. The, the title from verse 5 on down in my Bible says, The Model Prayer. And Jesus said to his disciples, he said, and, and when you pray, you shall not be like the hypocrites or like the Pharisee. For they love to pray standing in the synagogues and on the corners of the streets, that they may be seen by men. Assuredly, I say to you that they have their reward. But you, when you pray, go into your room, and when you have shut your door, pray or talk to your Father who is in a secret place, and your Father who sees in secret, will, He'll reward you openly. That, goes, that, that, that verse of Scripture right there defines everything that we've been talking about tonight. And when you pray, do not the vain repetitions. <laughs> oh, God! Oh, Randy! These vain repetitions, as the heathens do. For they think that they will be heard for their many words. Therefore, do not be like them, for your Father knows. Watch this. Don't be like that, because your Father knows the things that you have need of before you ask Him. Whoa. Think about it. That's why we got to talk to God. Okay, God. Whew, I'm telling you. Right now, this thing is just not working, and I need help. Is, it, is that a real prayer? Uh, that's communication. huh? He knows what you have need of. You know you have a need, but the need you have may not be, the, the answer to your need may not be the answer that you're looking for. He's got the right answer to meet the whole need. God knows what you have need of before you even ask Him. So when I go in to ask Him, and He knows what I have need of, and I may be lacking some understanding, all it's going to do is profit me if I'll talk to Him. God, man, this, this situation, I mean, this person did me wrong, and I, you know, I just, man, I just, I, I want to take him out. I want to, you know, I want to retaliate. I want to do this thing. And all of a sudden, God begins to say to me, no. He said, if you do that, 
then all, all that's going to happen is what, what that person did wasn't right, but now what you're going to do is even worse because you know better. So I'm telling you right now, my word says for you to forgive. And if, you're, if you'll forgive, then what I've already forgiven you, and that forgiveness that I've forgiven you with will work on your behalf, and then it, it'll open doors you've never seen before. Yeah, but God, it's hard. There's not, and, and then God will tell you, yeah, everything's hard. Everything's difficult in life. Many, many things are difficult in life, but if you'll do what I say, then it'll become easier and easier and easier to do what I say. And what I say, if you do what I say, it'll always work. See, that's, that's God talk. See, I'm, 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 say, I'm talking like that in front of you, like I'm talking to God, but it's that kind of God talk. He, God already knows what we have need of. He already knows how we feel. And if you have a bad attitude, He already knows you have a bad attitude. If you want to retaliate and take someone out, He already knows you want to do that. So to cover that up and not be honest with him is just it making it worse for you. He already knows what you have need of or, and what's going on on the inside of you. So God wants you and I talking to him so that then he can speak to us this. See, he's not going to speak anything outside of this. Anything that God ever tells you, okay, will come right out of this book. But it'll come, out of, it'll come to you revealed by the Holy Spirit. So it may not say in one verse of Scripture to one person what it say to somebody else. Because see, it's in spirit and truth that we receive from God. So the Spirit reveals the truth, the right word at the right time that'll liberate your life. And he, because He knows you better than you know yourself because He created you and established you before the foundation of the world. I don't, I, I, maybe some of you believe that that are sitting in here this, tonight, but have you ever talked to somebody that believes the Big Bang Theory? Like there was a Big Bang and then everything, when the dust settled, it was just here. It takes more faith to believe that than it does to believe this. Huh? <laughs> I'd kind of be like a, me taking a 1974 Ford Pinto and driving it into a junkyard. And then after the end of the day, all the dust settles and there's a Mercedes Benz. No. Nothing just happened. God made this place. And he made you and I. And he made us for fellowship and relationship and connection. And when we connect with him who is our maker, he, he's got the blueprints on you. And he knows how you operate and he knows what you need before you need it. And if you learn to talk to him that way, boom, that's what prayer is. And it's not just about going to God and praying selfish prayers remember the publican oh god i thank you i'm not like that other guy man lord thank you i'm not like dale god i thank you that i'm this way and i'm that way thank you i'm just this perfect person that everything is great and and all that no it's it's all about yourself no lord i lord i know what dale has need of i know what he has need of in his life 
God, I thank you for manifesting yourself like never before in 2016 and every one of his heart's desires come to pass. Glory to God, I thank you for it. And then the next day you wake up and you think about Dale. And then the next day you wake up and you think about that person. Instead of thinking about yourself, you're thinking about someone else. First of all, do that. And then one day you realize, wait a minute, all my needs are met and you forgot about praying about yourself. Because see, he's already got your back got your sides he's got your front he's got you covered he's got a helmet on right feet are shod with the preparation of the gospel of peace it's all covered you don't have to worry about yourself not be concerned about one thing in your life every need he's already met according to his riches by what by the lamb that was slain before the foundation of the world wow 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 there's no end to it right there's absolutely no end so in ending tonight, think about this prayer. He already knows what you have need of. So I know people that pray this prayer, just this prayer, like there's something anointed to just these words. And these are good, but, it's a, but, but the, the heading here said it's a model prayer. Okay? So think of this. Father in heaven, holy is your name. Glory to God. How awesome. How? awesome lord that you are thank you lord and and i'm saying this on this side of the cross lord i thank you that your kingdom has come it's not something that's coming in the future your kingdom is here right the kingdom of god is within you and i if you're born again the kingdom of god is in here lord i thank you today so uh, see i may get loud and i may come before god but i'm coming before him thanking him what this model prayer says is is so kingdom has come your will be done on earth as it is in heaven is there sickness in heaven eh. none so I declare Lord I thank you Lord reveal that to me Lord I, I'm, I'm coming before you I know what your word says Lord your will be done on earth as it is in heaven there's no sickness in heaven Lord I'm feeling attack in my body but I I just declare right now that I'm the healed in Christ Jesus I thank you for what your word says I'm meditating on that but I but it's in my connection with God it's not me trying to confess the word to try to get something to happen it's me communing with God based on what his will is His will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Just, just begin to imagine what is in heaven and what isn't in heaven. Give us this day, Lord, our daily bread. Thank you for every need today being met. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. In other words, forgive me, Lord, for things that I've done to others today. Just bow your head for a moment. Lord, forgive me for anything and everything that I've done to other people. Forgive me if I've done something to my spouse today. Forgive me if I've done something to this person or that person. Lord, I ask you to forgive me and forgive those. Notice, in the same person, I'm, for, I'm asking for forgiveness for what I've done. I'm also asking, Lord, you forgive those who have done things against me. See, I don't have to go to the other person and try to get them to confess. 
I'm asking for forgiveness for what I've done, but I'm also thanking God that he has mercy and grace on those who have made mistakes against me. Man. Do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. For yours is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. God doesn't lead us. On this side of the cross, we know God never leads. He never tempts people with evil. But he's delivered us from the evil one. The Son of God was manifested to destroy every work of the devil. For me to be effective on planet earth, I've got to commune with God. I've got to talk with God. I've got to have communication with God over his word and what rightfully belongs to me so that what belongs to me is what I receive and what I live in instead of being deceived and talked out of what rightfully belongs to me by the evil one through other people and circumstances and situations. To God be the glory and the dominion and the power forever and ever. Amen. Can you say amen? So tonight, I want you to keep this in the back of your mind and in your thoughts that when we pray the prayer of faith and confidence that what God says is more real than how something else appears to be, when we pray that way, we get results. When we pray hoping something's going to happen or out of desperation, We've got to spend more time in our lives consecrating our hearts to what the will of God is. And the way we consecrate our heart, not our head, is by allowing this God talk to take place on a daily basis. And when you talk to God, just like he's another person, just like he's sitting right next to you, you know, it's probably best not to... Talk to God when you're around a bunch of other people because they think you're talking to yourself and they think you're weird, but whatever, you know. That's why you go into the secret place and he that sees in secret will reward you openly. And the more you talk with him personally and the more you commune with him, then you begin to learn to know what you can ask for. See, if we have not, it's because we ask not. And if we've asked and not received, it's because we've asked with the wrong purpose, the wrong motive, and just to, to squander things on our own life and our own lust and those, and those kind of things. That's, that's not what God's looking for. But you won't ask the wrong thing when you commune and you connect with God. And I tell you what, it's liberating. We're living in a world where most people wouldn't know God if he came down the street with a sack on his head saying, I'm God. They still miss him. Most people don't recognize God because they don't know how to hear him. You will not see God in the sky before the return of Jesus. You won't see him in the sky writing out messages to you. I mean, I guess he would if he, that's what he wants to do. He can do anything that he wants. But his word tells us how he speaks to us. He speaks to us to the, through the still, small voice of the Holy Spirit inside. And the Holy Spirit's job is to take the word that you hear preached and then reveal it to your heart. So what I'm talking to you about tonight regarding prayer and communion and connection with God, the Holy Spirit wants to make it real to you. He wants you to become more convinced that God talk and God connection and communion will produce what you were created for. And you were not created to live on the earth and just get by in the natural. You were created for the super to get on what you do in the natural and your life be super natural. Amen? And amen and amen.